Welcome everyone to the Oabe Torah Daf Yomi Shur. Today's Shur Daf Kuf Gimel. We're in the middle of it. And we're up to the Mishnah. Says the Mishnah. A person steals from his friend the value of Prutav and Ishbalo, and he swears to him that he didn't do it. And after swearing to him, so he stole a dollar, swore he didn't, and then he admits that he really did steal. You have to follow him no matter where he is to hand the money to him in his hand in order to get a kapara. You can't give it to his son or to his, his messenger. But you could give it to the shlich patim. But if the guy died, then you give it to his heirs. If you gave him the, the principle... But you didn't give him the chomish, because the rule is that when you steal something, if you pay it back, you, oh, welcome, Shimshin. If you pay it back, then you pay it back just to him. But if you swore falsely, you have to pay a chomish, you have to add 20%. Right? So let's say you gave him the cannon, but you didn't give him the chomish. And now the guy went to Madai, went, to, went overseas to Japan. Or, case two, if the guy forgave him for the kerim, he didn't forgive the 20%. Or, if we forgave him on both of them, except for, but I didn't forgive you on one part of it, which is worth less than a bruta. The kerim of the kerim, he doesn't have to follow him to Madai. Basically, if it's less than a pruta, or it's only the Chomesh, for a Chomesh, you don't have to follow him. Only for Karen, that's more than a pruta. Mm-hmm. If I gave him the 20% extra, but I didn't give him the Karen, then you have to follow him to Madai to return it to him. If I gave him the Keren, and then I swore that I gave him the Chomesh, falsely, here's a guy's little nuts, right? He stole $100, gave back the $100. Okay. No, for no, stole, denied it, that he stole it, became Chayav in the Chomesh, admitted he, that he stole it, now he owes 120 Right? Okay. Then he gives back the 100 and lies and swears that he gave back the 20 also. Mm. Okay? He has to pay 20% on his 20%. On his 20. Well, he's not on his guy. We already know this, Rebbe. He already lied once. It doesn't make a difference. But Chomesh comes when you swear falsely. And, that, and he keeps doing this Till the amount of the twenty percent is less than a pruta, and then you don't have to do it. Then you don't have to give it anymore. Less than twenty. In other words, hundred dollars. The fifty is twenty. Five percent is 20. the twenty percent is, is twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. Twenty percent is four dollars. Four dollars. Twenty percent is one dollar. Oh, you're saying twenty percent of the shavit of the uh, of, of, of the of, of, of the yeah. So what's that? What he pays? So what? No. Why would that be that case? You keep paying whenever you swear falsely. You have to be chomish. 
Yeah, but he's paying Chomash on the 100, not on the 20. So he paid Chomash on the 100. But he didn't pay. He lied. No, hold on. Watch what happened. The guy stole the 100. Okay. okay. Denied it. Right. Paid back the 100. Paid back. Now, then he admitted it. Denied it and admitted it. Okay. okay. Now he owes 120. Paid back the 100, owes the 20. Okay. Denied the 20. Says I paid it already. Says I paid it already. Then comes back. Denied it. Now you owe 24. Oh, he's saying he has to pay 24. So right. then he, and then he lies again, says I paid the Then 20. he comes, comes back, pays the 20. Not the 4. Not the 4. Denies the 4. Now you owe Chomesh. How much? 1. Hey, why, we, why should we let him off the case of this, Rabbi? Huh? Why should we let him off on the case of this? We let him off should, yeah, we are. We're letting him off. He's getting away with it now. He didn't get away with nothing. He paid everything. He keeps paying more and more. Uh, he only stole 100 and he keeps, he keeps owing more and more. Doesn't make a difference. There's no other problem this guy. Who? Okay, well, let's see if the Gemara talks about that. Okay? V'chen pikadon, so too when you give an object to watch. Shneemar, pikadon, ob chumat yad, ob gezel, o ashokat amitob. Om matzad amitab v'cheshmah 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 It is many other cases that you also pay, whether I gave you something to watch and you denied you, I gave it to you, right? Or it was a loan, you denied it. Or it was, I stole it. Or I cheated you, I didn't pay you the wages. Or I found your lost object and I denied. In all those cases, you're going to pay the chomesh. You pay the fifth. Okay. Not plead the fifth. You pay the fifth. Okay. Says the Gemara. Nishpalo'in lo nishpalo'lo. It sounds like from the Mishnah that you only pay. This that we said that you have to bring him back the stuff all the way to the other country where the guy is, that's only if you swore falsely. But if you had not sworn falsely, he just stole it. It sounds like you could, you don't have to pay for a trip to go give it to him. You got the case? Right. Mimani, who is this? Who's the author? Lord be that phone or be a kiva? Can't be either of them. Who are they? The Tanan, we learned in the Mishnah. Gazal Echad Mechamisha, if I stole from one of five people, each one said, he doesn't know which one, Gazal, each one said he stole from me. So you have Ruben Shimon Levi Yehuda and Yisachar, all claiming that he stole it from them, and he doesn't know, he only stole one, he didn't stole five. If Tanakama says, Tanakama says, you can just leave the thing, and you leave and let them deal with it. Now, it doesn't fit like either of them. Because Rabbi Kiva says you have to give everyone, even though over here, he didn't swear falsely. When I say I have to give everyone, it sounds like I have to go also to Badai. Right, have to chase him. Right? Yes. And Rabbi Tafon says I could just 
as long, according to Rabbi Tavon, as long as Rabbi Tavon sounds like as long as I am not holding it back from you, I return it. Because he, I have the hundred in my pocket, I'm willing to give it to you. As long as that, it seems like Rabbi Tavon, the fact that he says you could leave it for the, let the five guys argue it out means that you fulfilled your obligation as long as you're not being ma'akev, the returning of the, of the gizela. Hey, listen, I'm done. Right? That's what we tip on. Now, that doesn't sound like our Mishnah, right? And the Rekiva says that you have to give it actually to the guy, no matter what. Yeah. You have to give five of them. You have to buy five of them. Give that. Yeah, you stole only 100, you have to give 500. Because you, are, you, you have to, in order to be mechaper, you have to make sure you give the guy stuff. Tomani, who's the author of that Mishnah? Ir bitafon, if we claim to be tafon, then afagav even though he swore, like he should say that even if he swore, I should be able to leave it in between him and leave it, and therefore I'm done. And if so, even the guy, I don't have to go with him to Madai, I can just leave it there, according to Bitafon. Why am I going to my diet at all? If we eat a Biyakiva, and if it's a Biyakiva, even if he didn't, hadn't, hadn't sworn falsely, he still says you have to go to Madai. So why does Al Mishnah, which says you have to only go to Madai, if you swore falsely, fits like neither a Biyakiva nor a Biyakiva? Rabbi Tafon Rabbi Akiva did not talk about a case of swearing falsely. And there's no fifth. They're just talking about returning the item. And yet, Rabbi Akiva is saying you have to go to him no matter where, where he is and make sure you give it to everybody. And that's why you'd have to pay, either, either pay expenses to go to Madai or uh, pay expenses to buy five of them. Okay? So that doesn't fit like us because our mission says you only have to do that when you swore falsely. Mishnah implies that. Mishnah says, because it gave a case that when you swore falsely, then you have to go to Matai. But it sounds like if you didn't swear falsely, you're not going to go to Matai. That doesn't feel like a Bikiva. Good. And neither Rabbi Tavon. Rabbi Tavon says, you never have to go to Matai. Rabbi Tavon sounds like, I don't have to do anything. I just leave it in front of you and I don't care about where it is. If I, if I don't have to care that you get it. Let's, let's say I stole it from a guy who happens to be the weak guy. And the big strong guy of the five guy takes the thing. And I, put it, I put it down in front of him and the big strong guy takes it. Right? So the small guy says, what, you stole my item and then you gave it back to some other guy? Right? If he can say that, certainly he's not going to say I have to go to Madai. Okay? So he doesn't feel like any of them say, well, no. Le'olam le'bikibah. Really, it's le'bikibah. Right? When's le'bikibah say, it's not until you pay the gizah to everybody? That's, we're talking about a case where you swore falsely. Basuk says, when, when, when the Pasuk in Vayikra is talking about swearing falsely, it says, to the one whose it is, you should give it to him on the day of your Asham. So obviously, it's only in that case that you have to go after the other matter what. Why does the say you can just leave it? He says, yes, it's true. But even though you swore, the rabbis made a rule that you're patur by leaving it. 
תקנה גדולית כאילו שאם הייתה ההוצאה היטלה על קרן, משלם קרן וחומש לבית דין, מביא את אותו מתקפל רבי אליזבר יצוק קליימס, לתחכמים אל תקנה, that the expenses of the flight to Japan is more than what you stole, then you pay the cannon and homage to Betin, you bring your Korban Hashem, and you get a Kapara. And Betifon holds that just like the rabbis made a Takana, that you don't have to fly to Japan, so to the Medikizah, that if you, if you don't know who it is, you can leave it there, and they jump on it. That's how Rabbi Tafon explains himself. Okay? Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva says, when did the rabbis make a takana that we want to fix the guy up? That's that's only when you know who you stole it from. Right? If I know I stole it from him and he's in Japan, I know what to deal with it, then they make a takana. Because this way at least you're giving the money back to the owner. The rabbis make a takana because it's going to get to him through the betin at least. Right? Basically, the rabbis make a takana, the, the betin is his shliach. And therefore, you can give it to the betin, and it's like he got it. Why do we do this? Because we're not going to make the owner lose. But how do you know that just because the rabbis made that takana not to go to Japan, does that mean the rabbis make takana that the owner's going to lose? In the case of the five, the owner's going to lose. The odds of the owner getting it is one in five. says, I don't think the Rabbanan made a takana in a case to actually hurt. We never saw the Rabbanan make a takana that's going to actually hurt the Balim. Maybe it doesn't get, we're not going to include delivery charges, but we're definitely going to give it to him. Right. Okay. We said... That it's talk that the machloka be kiva and be tefon. According to what we said now, it's talking about a case where they swore falsely. That's what we, we threw in. Now be kiva, even though they didn't mention it, we're saying the case must have been they swore falsely. As the matter of Huna Bar Yehuda, Amar B'Shimon Bar Alaza, Lo Nachlu Al Shalakach Echad Mechamisha. When he bought. From one from five people, the any of the any doesn't know. Maybe the doesn't know who he bought it from. The case, what they're talking about, is where the guy had bought a product from one of five stores. He doesn't know which store he bought it from, and he still has the money. Wants to pay it back. In that case, I mean, to make a him. Since he didn't do isur. The rabbis say that only when you did a Yisur you have to go after the guy. Here I didn't do it, so I just bought something. I could just leave it. So according to this statement, if even, both Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi won't agree that if you did nothing wrong, you could leave the money there. So Amal Nechaku, what do they argue on? Gazal Echad Mechamishah You stole from one of five people, and you don't know who you stole from. Rabbi Tefon says you could leave it there and miss the lick. And Rabbi Kiva says, Because 
If you're claiming we're talking about a case, like we said before, that we answered the question by saying, this case when he swore, if he swore falsely, why would this bride say, oh, in a case of uh, buying, they both agree, and in the case of stole, no. Whether he bought or he stole, if he swore falsely, he's a bad guy. And therefore, they should agree. They should not, both of them, they should argue on both cases. Right. Why are we saying they only argue on the case of stealing, but not on the case of buying? If both of them are all talking about that you swore falsely, then you did bad, you did bad in both cases, and you should it should be a machok in both cases. That's question one. The odd motive, is another question. He says, they said a story. There's a bright that says this is, Story with a certain Hasid who bought from one or two people. He doesn't know who he bought it from. When he came to the what to do? He said, Leave your money in between them and leave. You don't have to bother with it. He said, Pay both of them. These are the If you claim the case is that he swore, would a Hasid ever swear falsely? If the Hasid is asking what to do, he wouldn't swear falsely. Maybe he'll tell me, no, he wasn't a Hasid. He swore falsely, and then he became a Hasid after, and then he asked what to do. It's one of the two rabbis They were always Hasidim. And therefore, it can't be that they swore falsely. Don't give me this answer. There's a story about a Hasid Echad's got one of these two Tanaim, and neither of them were Baal Ella, rather, and Uthik. Who's the author of that Mishnah? They all know I'm going to be telephony. Really, it should be telephony. You said it's Rabbi Akiva, not Rabbi? I'm sorry. Not that it's Rabbi Akiva? Yeah, that was saying it should be telephony. Okay. Who says he could just leave it there? And why? Because he he's mas- he, he admits that when you swore, it's no good. My time, I'm Rabbi Akiva, even if he didn't swear falsely, he gives a knas. And he says that you have to go after him. So the reason why our Mishnah is to be tafon is because it's talking about Mishnah. That our Mishnah was Mishnah, only when you swore that to be tafon. Rabbi Akiva disagrees because he says that even if he didn't swear, he holds a knas. That's the, that's the Gemara. So now he says the Gemara, Rabbi Tafon. If our mission is to be the one who holds it only when you swore false, you do it. Let's see how it works. When you swore falsely, 
you're not chayav until you admit. Right. Right? So therefore, my why did he swore? Even if you didn't swore, you have to follow him. The time you went to the brighter, whatever the boy made Omer Hashem Gazalti Echad Mekem Mana, and there's Mekem, Ten Lezem and Avazem and Ah. We the boy admits that if you stole from both of them, one of them you know, you have to give both of them a Mana. She cried them as well because you admit it on your own, and therefore, if you admit that you stole, you're going to have to give both of them. Therefore, he should say that you have to go to Madai no matter what, just by admitting. Why is it so falsely? Rather, Rabbi says no. Shan, really, the Mishnah is both rabbis. Both of them are Rabbi Akiva. And the Machloket is in both cases. Rabbi Akiva holds that you have to pay each guy. Minadin. And Rita Vaughan says that you don't obey each guy unless you want to do it with Shem Shemayim. But he didn't swear in this case. Ah, and then we, 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 why does it mention Shem Shemayim? the came with the Adah, the man Gaza, the Odila. Our Mishnah is different. Since you know who he stole from, and you admit to him, since I have the thing to give to you, we say that since I'm ready to return it, it's like the 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 guy the, the guy the victim told the thief you could hold it till I come to you Hilkach therefore meaning the reason why you only have to go to him when he swore falsely and not when he didn't swear falsely is because since you admitted to me and I know exactly who I stole it from if I didn't swear falsely, it's like you gave me permission to hold it till, you, till, till I meet you. Mm-hmm. And that's why if I swore falsely, even though you said leave it, it's like you said leave it, my, leave it by you till I come. Since you need a kapara, when you swear falsely, it's not enough until you get it to his hand. But if you didn't swear falsely, since I can keep it like a picado until you come. So yes, I have to watch it. I keep it like a pickle until you come. There is Chomish when you saw Chosin. Okay. Okay.